Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Storytime, the holy grail of great stories from around the interwebs, brought to you by iHeartRadio and Collab. I am your host, Will Fancy Pants McFadden, and you guys, we did it. We freaking did it. Can you believe it? This is episode number 10. Number 10, this is officially the end of the first season. We freaking did it. I am super jazzed to celebrate with you guys, and uh, with that, I'm just going to pop this bottle of champagne and do a little toast to all of you. Honestly, these past couple months have meant so much to me. And I got to say, I don't know what I'd do without you guys, you know, supporting me and accepting me and taking my side against Sheila. Being here with you might be the greatest moment of my entire life. You know? I mean, not counting that time that mother and I went to the aquarium and I fed a sea otter. And that is why for episode 10, I wanted to honor the Fable Babies with a listener episode. So... Cheers to you, FBs. We freaking did it. Mmm. Yum. Oh, God. Yummy. That's so very good. Champagne. This is great. Wow. Mmm. Why don't we just hop into our first listener tale from a friend of the show named Scott Simons, who is the incredibly talented musician who composed the original Storytime theme song. Take it away, Scott. Oh, God, that is terrible. What the hell is that? 
did it turn? Can champagne turn? God, it tastes like a drink of vinegar out of a boot. Mom! Mom, can you bring me some juice? I've been trying to think of a way to tell this next story for many years. I mean, I've told it in person over a few drinks to friends, but I've never really typed it out in a way that was safe to post or share online. But here goes my best attempt. In January 2013, my 15-year-old cat, after months of tests and guesses by different vets, was diagnosed with skin cancer. The prognosis wasn't good, but with expensive chemo treatment, I could comfortably prolong his life up to another six months. That same month, an out-of-town friend of mine posted on Facebook looking for someone who plays piano and sings songs by artists like Billy Joel, The Beatles, as well as some modern stuff. I privately messaged him saying, I don't know if you're looking for someone local, but I used to do a bunch of piano bar gigs before I moved to Los Angeles, and depending on the details, I could be down. My friend replied that it was a 45-minute set for a private party, he didn't know much else, and inquired about my rate. I totally undersold myself, but replied $500 plus the flight. It was a free trip, plus $500 towards the cat chemo. Why not? I opened my Gmail inbox the next morning to an introduction email and a reply from a woman with a very fancy name. The email read partially, Hi Scott, exclamation point. We are so grateful you'll be making this trip. Dress is casual, exclamation point. Guests are wearing smoking jackets from the dinner party, but the barn at the island is a casual, parentheses, and magical place. And we will all want to dance and sing and play and drink, exclamation point. I immediately texted my friend, what the fuck have you gotten me into? Turns out the private party was a celebration for the anniversary of the purchase of a private island by one of the 500 richest people in the world. That's not hyperbole. This man was a multi-billionaire who lived in the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. He owned hundreds of thousands of acres of land preserved for hunting, went on African safari often, and had several residences, three of which were in the same metropolitan area that he would privately helicopter to and from. This island was one of those residences, and the celebration was an activity-packed weekend with other uber-wealthy friends from all over the world, capped off by Saturday night, piano bar in the barn with entertainment by Scott Simons, as seen on X Factor and America's Got Talent. A subsequent email from Fancy Name Lady gave me more info, saying, My husband purchased the island 20 years ago, so we are having this special anniversary weekend to celebrate. He has redone the island but kept it to its roots, parentheses, has an old world and rustic feel. And we have made it into a nature preserve as well, so it is a special and unique place, exclamation point. We will collect you at the dock on our private boat. It is a five-minute ride. Super easy. Collect me, I thought. I don't think I've ever been collected before. What are my stamps? <laughs> a week later, I landed at the closest airport, met my friend who drove me another two hours, waited at a random wooden dock overlooking a bay that looked like something out of a Norman Rockwell painting, and eventually, as promised, I was collected by their private boat. Upon the boat's arrival at the island and my transfer into a black Mercedes-Benz SUV, I noticed a couple of very odd things. For starters, all of the high grass was exactly the same height, five-ish feet if I had to guess. Secondly, there were pheasants running around frantically as we drove down the gravel road towards the barn. I later found out that part of the weekend was a pheasant hunt, and these poor birds, with clipped wings, I assume, were the targets. I decided discretion was probably a good move so I wouldn't take any pictures or text any friends while on the island, which was rendered impossible anyway by the zero bars of cell phone service I had. When I arrived at the barn, I was let in by one of the groundskeepers and told to help myself to the spread of meats, cheeses, and wines, and to just relax until I was given notice that the party was on its way from their dinner in another one of the seven buildings on the Seven Mile Island. I've been a pescatarian for many years, but I wasn't going to turn down some billionaire venison alongside the expensive French wine and assortment of stinky cheeses. 
I went upstairs to the living room to the barn, which had been remodeled and exquisitely decorated with taxidermied animals, rustic furniture, and original Audubon Society wildlife paintings. This was no ordinary barn. I checked out the piano and set up my requested small sound system. Then I returned downstairs to hang for a couple hours, waiting for the word that it was time to perform. I continued to indulge in the food they left out for me and took a glance at my surroundings. There were incredible historical artifacts on the walls, including a John Wilkes Booth wanted poster, a newspaper declaring the attack on Fort Sumter signifying the start of the Civil War, and a theater program from the 1860s framed behind glass. My friend and I went up to the third floor to play some table tennis and kill time under a massive poster announcing the Emancipation Proclamation signed by Lincoln. As a West Virginian, Civil War history is a very familiar subject due to the founding of my home state, and I was fascinated by this collection throughout the house. All of a sudden, the groundskeeper from before burst back into the barn holding a walkie-talkie and said, They're on the move. I hastily threw on my all-black and headed to the piano to await the dinner party. From the second-floor window, I saw seven pairs of headlights of seven identical black Mercedes-Benz SUVs heading down the road towards the barn. I sat at the piano, and as the party chattily walked up the steps into the living room, I did the same G minor to C7 two-chord vamp from Rocketman I'd opened so many of my piano bar sets with in the past. There were 14 people total, seven couples. The women in elegant evening wear, the men with cigars in their mouths, in suits hidden by smoking jackets. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. I started to an audience staring deadpan at me, which continued for the remainder of the song. Thank you, I said to the silence, awkwardly turned the page on my lyrics, and started my go-to second song, My Life by Billy Joel. The 14-person audience started to mill about quietly, ordering drinks from the rented bartender and paying no mind to my set. A bead of sweat ran from my forehead to my brow. For the third song, I tried something I wasn't as familiar with, Go Your Own Way by Fleetwood Mac. The women perked up. A few of them ran to the piano and sat around me and shouted the responses in the chorus at my microphone. Go your own way! I was surrounded by sequins and fake boobs and trying my hardest to look straight ahead at my lyrics. Nowhere else. The men smiled and started to sing along a little bit, and I sighed with relief and segued to my next song. 30 minutes into my set, one of the men, who I later found out was a CEO of one of the foremost financial institutions in the world and a former Olympic gold medalist, approached me and asked if I knew any Norwegian songs. Um, Norwegian songs? Like traditional Norwegian songs? I'm sorry, I don't. I took a second and half-jokingly said I can play Norwegian Wood by the Beatles, though, and he looked at me and said, You don't know AHA? Of course I knew the Norwegian pop group AHA with the pencil sketch stylized MTV video from my childhood. Without saying a word, I started the familiar opening lick to the 80s smash hit Take On Me. The CEO Olympian smiled, his Norwegian wife screeched with delight. The 45 minute mark came and went and I kept playing and playing. I was determined to impress and see if I could make a little more than the agreed upon $500. These people were rich as fuck and they were really into my set now, stomping and hugging and dancing and shouting along. I reached a two-hour and 45-minute mark when I felt my voice start to give out. I looked down and noticed my right thumbnail had chipped and I was bleeding all over the keys of the grand piano. It was time for a break. I stood up and said to one of the women hanging by the piano, I'm sorry, but I need a shot of whiskey or something for my voice and then I'll start playing again. She laughed and said, you've been playing for almost three hours without a break. I think you're probably okay to call it a night. As I started to walk away from her, it dawned on me that she was a famous, recognizable movie star. I can't tell you who it was, but trust me, you would know her. Where the fuck am I? I thought as I leaned my elbows on the rental bar. While I was at the bar, the CEO Olympian approached me and said, Thank you so much. I would give up 30 years of investment banking to do what you just did. 
I laughed and said, no, you wouldn't. You don't want to live in a one-bedroom apartment in West Hollywood. He laughed a little too hard at that joke. When the Moroccan art dealer jumped onto the dining room table as a Flo Rida song started over the speaker system, I knew my set was over. I was sipping my whiskey, keeping a low profile when the billionaire, the island's owner, approached me for our first meeting. The whole night, I hadn't met him yet. He was noticeably drunk and very pleased with my set. I didn't expect this accent, but in a southern drawl, he said, You were great. Where are you from? From, from, I replied. Well, I'm from West Virginia, as I often respond in self-protect mode to give myself some red state cred when I hear someone with a southern accent. But I live in Los Angeles now. West Virginia, huh? So you're one of us, he said. One of what I started to ask. Hey, Sarah, come here. He's one of us, he yelled over his shoulder. A mid-40s blonde in a short sequin dress danced up to me with a drink in her hand. Oh, hey, I'm from Charlotte. Where are you from? Oh, uh, hi. Well, I'm from West Virginia, but I live in L.A. now. Oh, but you get it. The Southern thing? Uh, The what? Oh, um, I mean, maybe, I guess. My parents are from the Northeast, and actually, West Virginia isn't really Southern. In fact, we fought for the North in the Civil War and became a state when I was rambling nervously. The billionaire interjected. Oh, I know about the Civil War. I have a thing about Lincoln. Oh, yeah, I noticed. Are all those posters and newspapers and things around the barn real? Yes, they are. All of them. Then it hit me. You know, like the end of The Usual Suspects when Chaz Palminteri drops the coffee mug upon realization that Kaiser Sose was verbal Kent all along? Spoiler alert, but you've had 20-something years to watch the movie. He said about Lincoln. Not, I have a thing for Lincoln, but about Lincoln. My mind flashed to the 1862 theater program from a show starring would-be Lincoln assassin John Wilkes Booth. The Fort Sumter attack newspaper headline. The Emancipation Proclamation poster with a blackface caricature exclaiming free at last. The John Wilkes Booth wanted poster. Holy shit. I'm stuck on an island with some sort of neo-secessionists. Like, I have nowhere to go. I'm on a seven-mile island with seven buildings and seven couples, surrounded by water and no cell phone service. And I'm supposed to spend the night in this barn after the party. Once the party winded down and the couple started to leave, I went back to the bar and asked for a glass of champagne as a nightcap. Eddie, the bartender, handed me two opened but barely touched bottles of Dom Perignon Reserve. Like, they're so expensive, I don't even know if I'm saying Dom Perignon right. Is it Dom Perignon? Dom Perignon? I don't know. Anyway, Eddie said, they're not going to finish these. My friend and I shut ourselves in his suite in the barn and finished off as much as we could while recapping the insane events of the evening till 4 a.m. We wore gray robes that we found in some closet. After a while, I went to my room and passed out my bed beneath a creepy 1800s painting of a child in a dress next to a wooden table with toy teacups. At 8 a.m., I heard a heavy knock on my door. It was the groundskeeper. It's time to go, she said, while handing me an envelope. A bit hungover, or possibly still drunk from the two bottles of champagne, I gathered my things and loaded them into the black Mercedes-Benz SUV. We drove down the road, through the high grass with the pheasants, to the dock, and boarded the private boat. Once we were across the sound and in his car, my friend said, well, how much did they give you? $500 as promised? I opened the white envelope and counted. $3,000 cash, roughly the same amount as six months of cat chemo. I gave my friend 10% booking commission as a thank you. And now that I had cell phone service and was back in civilization, I texted another friend in the closest city. Meet me for brunch in two hours. You are not going to believe this shit. Scott 
Scott, dude, you are too trusting. I mean, those billionaires, they could have done anything they wanted to you once they got you on that island. They could have gone full ready or not on you and forced you to play some kill or be killed game of hide and seek where you have to stay alive till morning. You know, or they could have done crazy experiments on you and turned you into some sort of half man, half beast, island of Dr. Moreau style. Or they could have gone eyes wide shut on you and, you know, forced you to play piano while they have a masquerade orgy, which now that I mentioned, it doesn't sound that bad. But I mean, you are lucky you got out of there alive, you beautiful idiot. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. So what would today be if not a day to have a celebratory feast to go along with that celebratory drink? Oh, God, why did I drink more of it? Anyway, I stopped by the grocery store earlier and grabbed all the fixins to treat myself to a lobster dinner. Well, kind of. It's a crab dinner. Well, kind of a crab dinner. It's more of a seafood salad concoction from the deli counter. <laughs> and it was also marked down on account of it being only two days old, so it's a total score. <laughs> it's also like the fanciest side salad there. I mean, the crab in it is spelled with a K, K-R-A-B, which I'm pretty sure 
is top of the line. Like, I'm pretty sure this is what those billionaires were eating on that island. <laughs> oh, hello. Looks like we have a live one calling into the Storytime hotline. Let's hear what they got to say. I was in middle school, okay? And my, it was like a big party. Everybody was invited to like this big party. It was kind of like an elk lounge type thing. And so I begged my mom to go. And I um, had on my mom's like bedazzled pants and like a freeze. They made my butt look fabulous, but they were super tight. Like if I start, the pants was going to rip, okay? So, you know, once you put on pants, you know, once you move around a little bit, they get a little loose. And you're like, oh, okay, I can do things. Uh, I, can, I can maneuver around and move on my right. So I went to the party, and at the time, pop, lock, and drop, it was popping. And so, <laughs> I'm in the middle of the dance floor, and I pop, lock, and drop it. One time, I felt confident, because I got back up real quick with that snap pack. I was like, all right, I'm going to do it again. Pop, lock, and drop it two times. I was like, all right, cool. Third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. I did it third time, and my pants ripped from the rooter to the tutor. I'm talking about ass out. So I got up real quick, and my friend was in a little circle around me, and he had to run to the bathroom. Thank God it was doing it, because nobody saw my pink underwear. Thank the Lord. I had to call my mom and stand in the bathroom until my mom got there. And she came in, gave me some pants, and took me home. <laughs> from the rooter to the tutor. Now, I know what the tutor is, but I am not quite sure about the rooter. But man, do I relate to this story. I don't know if you can tell by the sound of my voice, but I have a dummy thick trunk, as the kids would say, a juicy cake. Uh, how do you say? A fat ass that combined with my proclivity for deep lunges has resulted in many blown out crotches of pants. And, I mean, if I had a new pair of pants for every time I ripped a pair of pants, well, I mean, that would just, that would be ideal. I would be at a break-even, so I'm in a Oh, my Uber story has arrived. Oh, yeah, it's a Uber story. It's a new service they're beta testing right now where you can order a fresh, original, entertaining story. It says here my storyteller's named Gogo Lomo David, and he's waiting outside. Oh, cool. Let's hear what he's got to say. All right. It's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I've been hanging out with this girl named Sarah Taylor. And we had been hanging out for about a month or so. And you know, we were just kissing friends. We were just friends that kissed because she didn't want a relationship. So we just, you know, we would just greet each other with a kiss. It's cool, you know? And that was, that was just what it was. So we're coming out of this acting class and we wanted to get some food. So we go to Panera, but Panera had just closed early because it's the day before Thanksgiving. So we decided to go to Starbucks. Starbucks is always open. So we go to Starbucks, I get a protein pack because I'm like, well, you know, I'm about to eat a lot of food. <laughs> so let me just get this protein pack to be healthy today, you know? So I get the protein pack, we go back to her place, we're just hanging out, chilling out, we give her a little back massage, just having a conversation. And we start talking about her, her footage for her reel and how she had just shot a web series about two months ago with her ex-boyfriend. And he's the director of, of photography and how she wants to get the footage. And I said, well, call him up to get the footage. And she was like, well, it's too soon. I'm not ready to have that conversation because they haven't spoken since the breakup. I'm like, okay, cool. You do you, that's that's cool. You want to do that? You don't talk to him, it's fine. It's fine, do you. And so we kind of moved on and she was getting ready for a Friendsgiving and I was getting ready to go do some Uber driving. 
So we part ways and get my protein back. And I started driving, picking up some people and it's, it's a good day on the Uber journeys. And uh, then I decided to take a break. I said, okay, you know, let me have that protein pack <laughs> that I bought earlier. So it took me like an hour to eat it. Like I took my time with it. You know, I had the little two boiled eggs with the bread, with the cheese. You know what I'm talking about. You know, that's it's a, it's a hearty meal. You gotta enjoy that. Enjoy every piece of that food. So I did. And then I started driving again and I ended up in Los Feliz. And I pick up these two brothers. Uh, the older brother's named Thomas and the younger brother's named Ben. So put their stuff in the car. I'm already getting good vibes from them. And they are going to Pennsylvania for Thanksgiving to, to visit their family. I'm like, oh wow, like I was born in Pennsylvania. So we already bonded. I'm like, yo, these are my boys already. Like this is gonna be a great, great trip. So I started talking about my life and I was like, yeah, you know, there's this girl that I'm kind of hanging out with and she doesn't want a relationship and you know, we were just, just kind of hanging out. And I was like, but you guys must be like each other's wingman because y'all so close in age. And they were like, well, you know, one of us is usually in a relationship and one's usually single, so it doesn't really work out. I was like, okay, cool, I understand that. And I was like, well, where did y'all go to school? So the younger brother went to school in Florida. The older brother went to school, he went to Chapman. I was like, oh, I know somebody that went to Chapman. He was like, who? I was like, well, her name is Sarah Taylor. And then it got real quiet. And both the brothers, they just looked at each other. And uh, Thomas was like, that's my ex-girlfriend. And I was like, oh, I was like, I know all about you. And then I just had word bombing. I was like, you shot her web series and she want to get that footage, but she's too soon to ask because she don't want to talk to you right now. And I was just vomiting out all of this information that was totally unnecessary. And so once I did that, you know, we started having the conversation about her. And uh, he was like, yeah, they broke up because she didn't want to be in a relationship. And I was like, well, she still doesn't want to be in a relationship. And um, so then he realized that the person I was talking about earlier was his ex-girlfriend. And then he was like, oh, well, this just went from a five-star ride to a one-star ride. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait a minute, you know, you don't want to infringe upon, you know, my ratings, you know, I got to get them five stars. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm driving to the airport. And so the brother was trying to smooth things over and he was like, you know what, you know what, it's cool because you know, you guys will probably work together. And then we were both like, why would you say that? Then he was like, yeah, yeah, you'll definitely work together. And so it just added insult to injury. And so, and at that moment, I really wanted to, to comfort Thomas because I, I'm that comforting friend, but I couldn't comfort him because I'm the guy that's kissing his ex-girlfriend. So anyway, I dropped him off and he was like, well, tell Sarah I said hello. I said, oh, okay, I will have a safe flight. So of course, naturally, I immediately called Sarah. I was like, I just picked up your ex-boyfriend in the Uber. And she was like, oh my God. And I was like, yeah. And then I just was telling him all these things. She was like, oh no. And then I was like, yeah, well, I, I guess you can, Ask for your footage now. That is a five-star story right there. I mean, so awkward. If my ex-wife Sheila's new boy toy, Hal, got in the backseat of my Uber, <laughs> let's just say I would not offer him water or gum. But he could use the phone charger because I'm not a monster.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Wow, you guys... I am living right now. I'm sipping on that champagne. <laughs> Why is this so bubbly? I'm uh, I'm dining on that fancy crabby crab seafood sensation salad. Ooh. It's mostly mayonnaise. Everything's great. Everything feels exactly as it should be, you know? And guess what? I'm about to kick it up a notch because I've got a secret surprise for everyone. Here's a little hint. This episode is about to be lit. Chew on that while you listen to an inspirational story about an underdog with a long shot from way downtown. In seventh grade, my middle school did not have physical education classes. Instead, Every student, regardless of their athletic ability, had to play an interscholastic team sport for all three seasons. Now, I was a decent soccer player, and I could hit a tennis ball over the net. But when it came to the winter sports, I sucked at basketball. I went to tryouts, and being the worst player, they put me on the B team, and the B team was bad 
but we weren't hopeless. We had a couple of games early on in that season that we objectively could have won. There was the game Tommy Williamson hit a layup right as time expired, which would have won us the game, but coach called timeout before the ball went in, so it didn't count, and we lost in overtime. Then there was the game Nikki Bear hit a beautiful fadeaway three-point jumper at the buzzer, but we were down by four, so it didn't matter. Now it's the sixth game of the season. We're 0-5, and we're traveling to play a school called Modern Day. And none of us knew anything about Modern Day, but we did know that we were improving. So Coach was convinced that this game would be the turning point of our season. We get to Modern Day and quickly discover Modern Day is a powerhouse of basketball. And just three minutes into the game, we're already down 14 to nothing. Coach looks up and down the bench for his first substitution and our eyes connect. And I'm thinking, no, there is no way you are gonna put me in the game this early. But before I could open my mouth, he pointed at me and said, Zeldin, get in there. Let me translate what Zeldin get in there meant. Zeldin get in there meant that a bad situation was about to get a whole lot worse. Zeldin get in there was the point in the game in which we conceded defeat. Zeldin get in there meant that we lost. My role on seventh grade B-team basketball was to signal to the other team, we know we no longer stand a chance at winning, so please stop scoring on us. And I really hated that role. I stepped onto the court and a teammate passed me the ball which was very strange because I only knew how to do two things with a basketball. Either I could immediately pass it to somebody else on our team, or I could get the ball stolen from me. I look for the pass and everyone's guarded. I'm thinking, great, one of these big guys is gonna wrestle the ball out of my hands, bounce it that way and lay it into our hoop. But that didn't happen either. The guy who was supposed to be guarding me backed away from me, daring me to shoot the ball. I look at the hoop in the distance and it is very far away. And I look down at my feet and I am way behind the three point line. But I figure, what the heck? Let's just see what happens. So I bent my little knees and with all my strength, I heaved that ball. Now, I had seen basketball on television before. I knew what a basketball shot was supposed to look like. This was not that. It was high, it was flat, it had no spin. But like a dying quail, it fell from the sky, hit the backboard, and went in. And the team goes wild. The bench is on their feet. Guys are rubbing my head. Coach calls timeout. We gather together and now we've got energy. Now we believe in ourselves. Of course, I go right back to the bench where I belong, but we looked at each other and we all knew what was going to happen next. We were going to come from behind. We were going to win this game. We were going to win every game for the rest of the season, march our way through the playoffs and hold the championship trophy high above our heads. But this was not a Disney movie. When the game ended, Modern Day scored 68 points, and we scored three. Coach was right about one thing that day. 
This game was the turning point of our season. Because for the rest of the year, whenever coach said Zeldin get in there, he no longer was conceding defeat. Zeldin get in there meant that stepping onto the court was our secret weapon. The legend who once scored every single point for one team in a game of basketball. Bad News Bears, Mighty Ducks, Rudy, they got nothing on young Zeldin. Man, what a legend. I mean, can LeBron James say he scored every point for his team in a game? No, he can't. You know who can? Zeldin can. And that's why he's the MVP of my heart. All right, all right, all right. Now, what kind of a podcast host would I be if I didn't sign off on my very first season of Storytime without a bang? (laughs) A pretty boring one, I tell you. So, I went down to the secret basement of the corner store and I bought myself some... Homemade illegal fireworks. That's right, because everyone loves fireworks. I love them. My mom loves them. Dogs love them. It's true. Dogs love them. That's why they're always joining in and barking along with the booms. They want to get in on the action, you know? I mean, for Celine's sake, even my ex-wife Sheila loves fireworks. And she only really loves two things in this world. Her new shit boyfriend, Hal, and hurting my feelings. But you know what? I'm not going to be sad about it anymore. Episode 1 host, Will Dumpy McFadden, was sad about it, but not episode 10 host, Will the kick-ass, conquering, confident, conquistador McFadden. Okay, I'll work on it. Anyway, let's light these suckers. (laughs) Okay, here they go, here they go. Oh, oh God, that's headed for that tree. Who put that tree there? Oh, crap, oh, oh no, Uh uh-oh. Oh, that's really bad. That's, uh, that's, uh, the tree is on fire. That, I mean, it's really catching on fire. What is this tree made of? Paper? What the hell? Oh, God, I should call somebody. I gotta call somebody. Uh, yes, hello, 911. I was just out having a, in, an evening walk and enjoying that, and then there was a tree that's just on fire out of nowhere. Um, so weird. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. As always, I want to give a huge shout-out to our fearless storytellers. Now, would you like to be a storyteller in an upcoming episode? If you have a great story to tell, record it and send it to storytime at collab.inc or call the Storytime hotline and leave us a message. Give us a call at 323-741-1873 and we'll share our favorites on our next listener episode. Oh, you're still listening? Cool, cool, cool. Well, if you've gotten this deep into the episode, you might as well rate it, review it, and share it with a friend. Or an enemy. Makes no difference to me as long as I get those sweet, sweet streams. Storytime is produced by iHeartRadio and Collab. Executive producers Eric Jacks, Song Kang, and Will McFadden. Hosted by Will McFadden. Produced by Jessica Eccles, Jason Shapiro, Daniela Mora, and Jenny Ulmer. Written by Jenny Ulmer. Sound design by Tony Maddox. Original score by Scott Simons. Cover art by John Kusagaya. Animation by Bella Bouchon. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.